0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Mr. Corbett. It was written by Michael DeWolf, and it appears in Mansions of Madness. It's one of my favorite scenarios, and this will be the third time I've run it. Uh, I am the Game Master, and this is episode three. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Okay, so short recap. Um, from your perspective, uh, some of you saw Mr. Corbett walk towards Will's house, you know, there seems, I'm not Will's house, uh, survey's house. Um, you, you know, that something happened last night. Some of you might know what it is. Uh, you definitely saw survey brought home in the, uh, the police car, uh, Corbett went over there to talk to him about something. Um, you then saw maybe 10 or 15 minutes later, Corbett leave the house and come walking back. Um, if you were paying attention, he looked a little upset or agitated about his meeting with uh, Survey. Uh, he got, just about the time he got back to his house and walked inside, uh, you suddenly heard yelling and screaming coming from down by Survey's house. Uh, and then Survey ran out into the street. Uh, uh, his wife was yelling after him. He ran, uh, he tore off all of his clothes, uh, ran to the end of the street and collapsed. And he was shaking and violently uh, moving around on the street. By that point, you probably had all come to your front doors and stepped down onto your porches to see what was going on. And that's where we will start.
1: Oh my, Jakobus, is that survey's
2: on uh, um, B? Goodness me, my goodness! Um, uh, uh, Russia, let's 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 come. Let's see what's
3: going on. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, boy, This is it, measure.
4: Marta, call the police. Something's going on with survey. Uh, I don't think you should, uh, yes, call the local precinct, they don't know where to find his house. You see uh, Corbett's
0: door open, and he comes out onto the front, por- front porch, and he's looking around. And uh, now, like I say, Survey has run down to the end of the street. Um, so he looks over, and he sees him, and he comes running off of his porch, um, going towards Survey. What's Is happened? It- he yells. He collapsed. His wife is probably coming out running towards him, too.
1: Has he gone away from all the other houses? Did he, surveys go away from all the other houses? I
0: I suppose the closest, who he's closest to would be, uh, let's see, Eugene. Uh, Probably Horatio, because he's run past all of your houses. So he's he's kind of between Horatio's and Jacob, Jacobus's house, having run past everybody else's. And right, so Jacobus, so, go ahead.
2: Jacobus will um, run closer and um, bend down to see if he can check survey's vital vitals.
0: Uh, to a spot Good. hidden.
1: I'm going to take my jacket off and use it as a pillow and put it under his That's head. That's a boss.
0: Okay. Um, looking into his face, Surveys' expression is one of absolute insane crazed horror. You know, his eyes are wide open. His uh, tongue is lolling out. Um, it looks like he may have even scratched himself in place as he was lying on the floor, but he has stopped moving. You don't, uh, you don't get any pulse. Um, and as you're doing that, Mr. Corbett comes running up and he says, what, what's happened? And he, he kneels down next to survey's head and puts his hand here to feel for anything.
2: I'm not sure what's happened, but I think I'll look up at his wife and say,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, a, she's like spot. she's like, what happened he's gone completely crazy he started yelling things at me and as I came towards him he, he backed away and acted like I was some sort of monster and then he ran out into the street
3: um, and as
4: I, I come up I've been uh, collecting his discarded clothing on the way uh, expecting that you know, his privacy will be important, not realizing that it won't be important any longer. How much has he managed to tear off?
0: Oh, well, he tore off his shirt. He, he he took off his pants. He's probably got his underwear on, so um one sad sock. And uh and and uh Corbett says he was acting
4: so strangely in the last day. Yes. Um uh I'm nice. gonna go take his wife and lead her back toward their house. Explain that we've called the ambulance services and that
0: she um she's probably she's pretty st- she doesn't want to leave him. Um mm. but you can you can you know pull her ten feet away and stand next to her and she she's wringing her hands.
1: Does he smell of booze? Oh yeah.
0: Definitely smells like it's been drinking. Mm. Uh, do any of you have medical? Yes. Uh,
3: I'm going to get close. Oh, that's right. You're a, you're a pharmacist. To Make sure everything goes goes well, but except that, no, I don't have.
2: A... Um, I, I, <clears throat> I have first aid. Well, you In have pharmacy, pharmacy. Chemistry.
0: Why chemistry. Yeah, do pharmacy?
2: I do. Yeah, let's have a. Oh, nice. Oh, so that is a hard,
0: a hard pass. Okay, so it's you're looking at him and sort of half examining him. Um, there's something that bothers you. There's there's little capillaries in his eyes that are, you know, bright red, and there seem to be. Um, There seemed to be like a few little bumps around his mouth. Uh, To you, that would indicate like uh, something pharmacological, like he's drunk something, or
2: maybe allergic to something,
0: or allergic to something. Yeah. I'll
2: I'll I'll um I'll get up and then walk towards Peter and um, Savai's wife. He, um, did, did he what, what? What was what was he drinking? Beforehand, was he allergic
0: to something? She's like, no, I don't know that he was allergic to anything. But you know, he was he'd been drinking all all morning. Um, he was upset about something, but he wouldn't tell me what. We were we were fighting about it before he. Flipped out.
4: And uh, Talma, did you serve anything to him and, and Mr. Corbett when Corbett visited? No,
0: um, I I went into the kitchen and uh, I started cleaning. But uh, they were they were talking, and I could hear him getting agitated. So I came out, and I was just sort of supervising what was going on. Mr. Corbett seemed like he was being very cordial and trying to. They must, they had some sort of disagreement. She doesn't seem to know. And then, uh, he kind of chased Mr. Corbett out or just was unresponsive. And Mr. Corbett left. And then maybe a minute or two went by and he started having some, he became very angry and started throwing things
4: and yelling and, uh, And he hasn't had an attack like this before.
0: No, but um, he was did leave the house very early this morning.
1: What's Corbett's reaction to Marta's narrative?
0: He's he's quietly listening and he's looking um, concerned. Um, And about that time is when you hear the the uh, uh, policeman coming and uh, your wife uh, Peter probably called an ambulance as well mm-hmm. uh, Peter said.
2: let's let's get this the poor lady inside and um, so it's enough to, to visualize all of this horror let's 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 get in, inside
0: so the ambulance comes and takes him to the hospital just to see if there's anything um uh, the, there's first one policeman and then two and then uh, a detective shows up. Um, uh, let's say detective Detective Harold uh, White Whitfield um, and he wants to talk to you all about what you saw and what happened. Um, so we'll assume he talks to his wife first. Um, and then uh, he probably comes to your house each of you, one at a time and asks questions. Um, let's let's do it. Let's we, just do it a little different. Okay, go ahead. Before
2: we leave the the house, um, I would like to first off I would like to see what survey was drinking. Um, Maybe just look at at, at, sniff at the glass. There's anything that comes up. Something like that. Um, Presumably won't be able to take the glass. Yeah, I'd like to do that now.
0: Um, Well, the detective is is like. um, Do you have any expertise in the field? You're a pharmacist.
2: Yeah, I've got chemistry.
0: Well, yes. Let's see if we. I mean, we don't have those kind of facilities here in Arkham. Perhaps you can see if there's anything untoward in the residue, the glass. I'll.
2: All right. I'll, I'll just take a a sniff at it just to 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 see, and then. Um, well. Also, I want to note how many, how many glasses were there. I mean, did 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 Corbett maybe share?
0: No, there were two glasses. Two glasses. Yeah. And uh, uh, you might as well take both of them, see if there's anything. Uh, take the whiskey. It's in a decanter. Um, the questions, uh, uh, do you know if Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Leroy uh, fight a lot? I'm just going to well, ask you all in general. You know.
2: Um, they were the the odd altercation, I would say. Um,
1: Ratio, would agree. Um, well, uh, I, I suppose so. Um, Surveys did like to drink, but um... was did you?
0: Could you hear from your houses any um, any altercation between
4: them um, earlier? Well, Detective, you know about uh, what happened this morning, yes? Yes. Regarding that. So there was, I think, considerable strife off and on uh, in the aftermath of that. Uh, of course, most of us weren't in the neighborhood during the day. But, um, you know, they they are a bit of a ruxious couple. Uh, you know, they're younger. He's an entertainer. They're... Um, I don't think they've ever been violent. I don't think that, um, uh, you know, I think Telma seems very shocked by what has what has happened this evening, as well, are
0: we all. It uh, it wouldn't be the first time that a wife has poisoned her husband. We don't know, we don't know that, but we have to explore every possibility. Um, well, certainly, if you find the thing in the glasses, you'll have... Uh, Uh, He grills um, Mr. Corbett pretty well. Um, uh, Why did you go over there? I went over there because of this breaking into my office. I wanted to know why he did it. I didn't want to be antagonistic about it, but I wanted to see if there was something wrong that I could fix. Have I offended him or something? Um, He tells him about the raccoon traps and... uh, how he had been acting a little odd you know over the last couple of days uh, and uh, uh, he, he pretty much tells me exactly what you guys already you you and your, your, your players know the characters don't really know that he went in he discussed the situation uh, didn't really get a resolution um, and felt that uh, um Survey was a little too drunk um, to be coherent. And so he left. No sooner had he got home, he actually says that he walked into his kitchen. uh, He was going to have a snack. And then he heard the noise in the front yard and ran back to see what was going on. Um, Does anybody want to add anything to the details that
3: uh what um, I would say to the detective is that uh, all everything of everything in, in this situation is new to me i didn't knew that uh that potentially was like that i did i know he he was a bit about alcohol but not always always in moderation i mean to me, this doesn't make sense. And the reason why I didn't came close to him is because I saw that there was enough people to deal with it and I don't have the skills to do, well, mostly anything well, in these situation.
1: I'm going to give Jacobus a sideways glance. Um, I'm going to try and be subtle with it um, and see if he catches... If I catch Jakobitz's eye and raise an eyebrow.
2: I'll um, listen to to what everyone is saying, just looking at each of the people standing around, then I'll probably notice Horatio looking at me.
1: Um, I'll move closer. I I don't want to say anything in front of the policeman. Um,
2: uh, do you still have those um, those papers you brought along? I think the uh, detective here has got his hands full. Um, it's quite terrible. This. I, I think I need a coffee.
1: Oh, well, come over to my to my place. I'll get um. What's her name? To uh not Jody. Josephine. 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 Thank you, Peter. Oh, um, sure. Yes, um,
2: let's let's let's, um, uh, gentlemen, anyone else like some coffee?
0: The um, we'll uh, just say at this point, the detective says, Well, if you if you think of anything, call me.
1: Of course, of course. (sighs) When we're out of earshot from the detective, uh, do you think we should mention the um, fish we saw? no
2: i don't I don't think so. We have no I mean we'll we'll just sound silly, won't we? I suppose I mean, so welcome to, but I mean I, I it's been now two, three days since we saw that, and we really just saw something that easily be explained away and
1: yeah, I don't think so. but it's up to you. Well, um, I mean, we told the other the other chaps. um, Maybe it triggered something in uh, Well,
2: That's a good point. Uh, Let's actions. Maybe we should take that up up with his wife. Maybe mention something to her before we get the police involved.
1: Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, This is all quite distressing.
0: Oh I uh I assume the two of you have stepped to the side you're doing this private because Mr. Mm, is yeah. still there with
1: you. Yeah, no. no, um, we, no, we, no we this we, is just we, between me the and Jacobus.
0: <sighs> Coffee actually sounds rather nice.
1: Um sure, sure. Um I, I go inside and ask uh Josephine to Put puts put a fresh brew on.
0: To be perfectly honest, it's been a very strange day. It's just now. been a very strange culmination of a very strange day.
4: Yeah, now it seems to me that perhaps you know, survey had been unraveling for longer than we realized, and and then it just escalated. Do, do you have any reason
0: why he would have something against me did I not appreciate the raccoon traps as much as I should have Uh, it sounds silly but it's honestly all that I can think
1: of
2: so so, apologies for interrupting you Mr. Corbett but you saying that survey broke your your, your show
0: window well it was a little sketchy but of I don't ever like to say anything bad about my neighbors. I'm loyal to you on your side before anybody else. But I was called in at four o'clock this morning um, to the police station. Um, Somebody had broken the front window in my shop. uh, And it turned out that it was, um, it was Surveys assistant, um, the, the big one. And that the assistant had been told by him to go break my window. Um, I so told the police that it must have been a misunderstanding. Please don't do anything to survey. Just you know, let him go. If there's a problem, we'll work it out. I didn't know there was a problem. But like I said, very strange behavior for him.
3: Yeah, we- he didn't knew him like that
0: has he said anything to you that makes him
1: nope. angry at me no not not at all um <sighs> it's very strange
0: and then this i think maybe he just snapped i
4: didn't even which, know which that. one of his.
2: sorry you you, you go peter
4: I didn't even know that a man, you know, a relatively young, relatively healthy man could die on the street, apparently in some sort of, you know, frenzy of panic. Well, was it was hard in the
0: end. If, if I was going to make an educated guess, I would say he could have had an aneurysm or a stroke. Um, definitely, it looked like heart attack. Um, when he, when,
2: when, forward says this, um, is that what he does not seem as if that's truly what he's thinking? To a psychology, role. I'm gonna spend one luck to pass.
0: Okay. You're gonna, okay. Um, what you get from him is that he believes what he is saying. But he believes what he is saying uh, with conviction. Like, he knows all about these sort of things. You know, medical conditions and things like that.
2: So, so I'm thinking he did not notice the, uh, the, the irritation on the lips. right? He, he must have missed that. That's what I'm thinking at this stage.
0: He might not have looked as closely as you did. He looked like he was trying to see if he could revive him, but there wasn't any point once he was dead. Fair enough. I don't think <sighs> in the twenties they developed, you know, advanced CPR techniques yet. Or
3: yeah, it was yeah a little later. In yeah. could
0: actually bring somebody back. Um. Yes, it's, um, it was. I didn't see that there was anything that we could do for him at that point. Uh, perhaps if, if, if he hadn't had such a strong um, episode, then we might have been able to hospitalize him. Um, if he had gone to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist, Maybe that would have helped him, too, if there was something going on in his mind.
1: Perhaps, maybe he had some underlying condition that was aggravated by uh, the alcohol.
0: Alcohol, possibly. Oh, you've got the, uh, Jacobus, you have the uh, the alcohol there. You're going to test it?
2: Yes, I was, I, was, I saw something on his on his on his lip that made me think that he might have had a, an allergic reaction. Hmm. And since he was, according to his wife, um, only drinking, um, I thought I'll have a look at the um, contents of his glass.
0: What if bottle. he wasn't? Maybe. What if he was doing something more than drinking, and she wasn't aware of it? If you were to guess what kind of a drug would cause this sort of.
2: Well, I can, I mean, from 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 past experience, I can only think that it might have been some kind of. Maybe he was smoking something. I don't
0: know. An opiate. Or smelled
2: a... smoke on him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: In um, one, bee driven. I mean, I, I, many years ago, I read uh, Confessions of an Opium Eater and that, you know, involved strange visions. It's, And he's traveled a bit. Maybe he was uh, ingesting something exotic. You know, he's been asking me lately
0: about procuring certain items for him from India. Um,
2: yes, that's correct. He was quite adamant in one of his um, orders, I remember.
0: But, I mean, maybe I misunderstood what he was looking for. I thought he was looking for statuary. He was. He told me that he was looking for something with mystical properties, with real magic. Could he have actually been talking about drugs? Like I don't know. I don't know what comes from there. Uh, Opium, obviously, morphine.
3: I didn't knew him like that. At least.
0: Well, I know it wouldn't have been cocaine. Um, get that anywhere.
2: <laughs> well, I do have a friend at the hospital. I'm pretty sure they will do an, an autopsy on, on him. Um, well, it'll be interesting. It's all. It-
0: it's very sad though that we've lost a friend from the neighborhood.
4: Yes, yeah, in Port Alma. I don't I hope he left her well provided for. I hope he had the sense to be insured and so on. I hope so. This is an
0: entertainer. I hope he has a big wad of cash lying around somewhere.
2: At least she must have some family that's around which would we'll be able to resist.
0: Well Oh my, I, it's become so clinical. Thank you for the coffee. I think I'll go back. Um, um be-
1: before you go, Bernard, um I'd prepared some papers on oh. uh ancient roman fertilizing techniques um really I, I was going to bring them over to you as a as an apology for uh, tampering with your greenhouse the other day
0: oh don't worry about that um, uh, oh, but um, um as i said if you're curious about my greenhouse i'd be glad to show you around
1: uh well maybe when things have settled down here of course I don't want to trouble uh, you, um, but please take take these papers. I hope they'll be of use to you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: A real oh. question. I know I already asked this question, but do I smell something specific or unusual on anyone here?
0: Do us a, a smell smell secret? I mean, uh, um,
3: uh, a, spark, spot a spot. spot sm- <laughs> something, something spot smell, hidden. yeah. Oh, it's we a really tube. Need it's smell a, it's a critical
0: a critical um I think the coffee overwhelms pretty much everything. Um, is there anything specific you were looking for?
3: Uh, a I smell before. that I've that I've never smelled? in this place, uh, at any of my friends' houses? No. Nothing, that nothing, I nothing
0: unusual? Smelling okay. in here.
3: Nothing unusual.
0: Nothing um, unusual. So I'll, I'll take my leave and uh, keep each other
4: all posted on what what we find out. I'll walk you out, Bernard. Of course. Uh, I sh- should get back to Marta. I'm sure she'll be, well, she'll be on the phone actually with 18 girlfriends talking about the local scandal. But What a, what a horrible tragedy. Uh, you know, there's something that I didn't mention in front of the others because I didn't mm-hmm. want to embarrass anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it has anything to do with Surveys' uh, condition, except that it might have exacerbated his delusions since he seems to have been in some sort of decline but uh, last Sunday when you came home from your drive Mm -hmm. uh, he thought he saw you drop a parcel that he was convinced contained a human arm Um, I don't know where he thinks you would have gone to get I, I, you know, so I think that's what led to his. Uh, I think that's what the break-in was about, and I, I think that, that maybe is a, a sign of his increased disorder. But I, I think I know what you're talking
0: about. Um, I do vaguely remember dropping something. Um, I, when I go out on my drives, occasionally I stop, and I walk through the woods and. I came upon some interesting fungus growing on some tree branches, and mm-hmm. I brought that home. Um, it's stuff that I grind up. Uh, I think we had this discussion, didn't we, about mushrooms?
4: A bit, yeah, I okay. yes.
0: Yeah. and interest yeah. in mycology in general. Yeah, I suppose that could have on the, on the one
4: end sort of looked like a, a hand. Yeah, at a distance, and, you know, he was drinking on Sunday, too, when we were playing cards. But well, he so. thought it was an arm. He thought it, yeah. He was he was quite, um, I mean, I wouldn't have said he was obsessed about it, but now that he's had your shop attacked and had this episode, it just seems like. And he, he discussed
0: was... it with all of you?
4: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You should have just come ask me. I would have been able to show it to you. Well, I mean, imagine when you're sitting at a card table and a friend and neighbor says, "Good heavens, our neighbor's you know a cannibal or whatever he thought." Mm. You didn't. You don't march across the street and accuse your neighbor of many years. I mean, you know, I I collect your mail for you when you leave town. Like we have an understanding and trust between us. So you've been in my house. Does it look like I'm a cannibal? Uh. <laughs> it looks like
0: you're a very tidy gentleman. Um, I would have to. I would have to consult Eugene as to how to cook human arm. I have no idea.
3: <laughs> Please, sir. We don't cook that kind of thing in France. Sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, but you all know how to cook. Uh, yeah, if it can, if it can, if they can make frogs' legs edible, I suppose they can do something with a human arm. Anyway, so I it just struck me that, you know, he's perhaps been having some strange ideas in general and, and strange ideas about you. And if it, you know, hopefully knowing that... Um,
0: so his psychosis may go back farther than we thought.
4: That's what I'm thinking. And then, you know, it's, it, it you know, last weekend he was... Merely having isolated confusions, and then it escalated so rapidly. Mm. That's a terrible, terrible shame. Yeah. I suppose we'll have to have a funeral coming up within the next few days. I mean, Talma will be figuring that out, I suppose. Uh, I, you know, I'm actually I'm going to, if the if the detectives are done over there too, I think I'll send Marta over to advise her because. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, in fact, I'll probably send uh, Josephine over to to help with uh, Martha. Uh, um, the ladies, ta- Talma. Yeah.
4: Yeah, send the ladies around. Well, Bernard, um, have a good evening. I hope you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, have a stiff scotch and go to bed early. Yes. All right. You have a nice
0: day, and well, don't I mean you can't have a nice day, but. Quiet night. I have to phone my office, tell them what's going on.
1: All right, good night. Good night. Can I retrospectively make a psychology role on Bernard's behavior sure. during this whole incident?
4: What What are you uh, looking And I guess I should be doing that for that conversation, too. Um, just...
1: I'm still convinced he had. Personally, I'm still convinced that he had, an that it was an arm. I, I, I think you're, lo- really.
0: you're looking to see if he was disingenuous. You weren't there for this conversation. No, I
1: understand that.
0: But uh, you were there for his conversation about survey.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I'm. You know, I'm. I, I think I recall rolling an extreme spot hidden, so I'm pretty sure I saw what I saw um uh, doubts running around in my head suspicion um, did you pass i haven't rolled yet oh, the psychology
0: go ahead. go ahead yeah roll your psychology uh
3: by the time he rolls uh just
1: justify okay. the retrospective roll
3: he rolls a check. um
1: 98 i'm gonna
3: send maria <laughs> later i'm gonna send maria later to to his wife to uh you know potentially the coffins things like that I'm letting her do it because I'm a very bad salesman.
0: <laughs> Simply. <laughs> yes, uh, he he seems
4: completely sincere. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously. Peter, what was your your role? I have a regular success for my psychology about the limb drop. I'd say.
0: I'd say, it's, it's a weird way to put it, but he believes what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's There but, was some hesitation trying to remember what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we all do we remember every time we drop something and pick it up? Indeed.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And I'm trying to think, I have a moderate 20 in natural world, and I'm also trying to think historically. Did we know about ergot in 1923? We didn't know about psilocybin. If you had a bot- botany background, you probably would know what it was. All right. I have, now's my history. Yeah, to my history and natural world are both only 20. So I don't, I think that's outside of my
0: purview, really. In other words, yeah. you're thinking that maybe some spoiled food might have
4: right. tripped him out. Yeah, if, if there could be a fungal involvement, but I just don't think that Peter Harrow has the background to even speculate. So Maybe you could talk to Jacobus about that. He's a pharmacist.
0: So, um, all right. So, Corbett's back in his house and you guys are all back together again. And the wives are all consoling.
4: So, I brought up the uh, child's arm. Um... I blamed entirely on survey, so as not to have a lingering embarrassment and he says that he picked up a a forest branch with fungus on it um and it seemed like he was telling the truth is that I mean you were all the way across the street you know his lawn is several yards mines several yards the streets you know
2: I was thinking about i mean it's not the first time that he brought up the story that he was picking um, mushrooms. What kind of, and this may sound a little bit odd, but w- would you, would you wrap a branch with fungus on it in brown paper? I mean, so would I you try make seconds. a package from that?
4: The thing, I I wouldn't, but have you seen Corbett's Kitchen? I think he I think every time he slices a piece of bread he washes the table and the countertop and the knife. It's the man is so fastidious. So maybe he doesn't like bits of bark and fungus in the boot of his car.
2: That's possible.
4: It sounds like the police has just gone. <laughs> yes,
0: they're true.
4: I don't even hear it, of course. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, 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 it's all baffling. I can't. I mean, I can't even believe that survey would go through the length of getting one of his men to break the poor, poor man's um, windows. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally crazy.
4: Yeah. Also, you know, at the barbecue and at cards, he didn't drink excessively. He didn't get. He didn't get sloppy. I mean,
2: he was a smoker, but not a excessive drinker.
4: Yeah. So I don't know if I, maybe that was another symptom. You see, there's some sort of compuls. I don't know. But it seems like he was really suffering from some much greater problem to behave like this. What are you going to do with the the liquor and the glasses? Can you, how, what can you pay yourself for?
2: I don't know. I, um, I'll probably test for maybe an allergent. Um, maybe test the contents of the bottle versus the glass and see if there's something different. Um, maybe just, if we can rule out the drink, then we know, well, maybe it was taking something else. One could ask his wife more about that. She definitely would know if, if this was, I mean, if this was a once-off at least. You don't just react so violently. I think from a, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, a user myself, to be quite honest.
4: I can tell you at that least we if, could... uh, if he left anything in the in, a, in the bathroom cabinet, the kitchen or the living room, Marta will sniff it out without Talma yeah. even noticing. My wife is the busiest body you've ever met, um, and she would uh, gleefully report that to me and the ladies' knitting circle if she found anything of interest, unless it's in his smoking jacket you know, and she'll never see it. Did anybody hear any of what he was yelling as he ran down the street? Uh, um, you can all do a listen roll.
1: No. Uh, that is a boss. But Tom, um, I've got a considerable collection of books. Um, can I disappear into my... Uh, Personal library and look up some of Aristotle's uh, natural world books and see if I can find any references to uh, fungus that look like arms.
4: Sure.
3: Right.
1: I mean, Aristotle and whoever else.
4: As long you know, as there's a scotch in here, you can look through your whole yeah. library. You and, I, library I, roll. and I rolled that a is- 10 for that, listen retroactively. Okay.
0: Yeah, he was yelling. He was, you you got my God. He was yelling that. Um, What is it? Um, uh, You think that he yelled something that sounded like spider? Um, Stay off of me. Uh, Get away. And then just screaming, hysterical Um, screaming.
1: I'm gonna. Sp-
3: hmm.
0: And if um, it if it if it reminds you of any kind of drug stuff, it's like bugs crawling all over me, or uh, people who are coming off of alcohol. I think get the yeah um, the DTs. More, more
1: with, withdrawal. Yeah. Um, okay, For this us- is going to be a bit of a meta question, Tom. But okay. uh, do we get development ticks and?
0: The, the game's Chants. not going to go on long enough. For no. You to get better.
1: Okay, all. I'm going to spend 15 luck to make a regular success on my library use.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. We'll, we'll we'll say that you know you might even have, you're you're in New England, you might even have some books on mushrooms, um, edible mushrooms and inedible mushrooms and things to watch out for. There there there's a whole classification of um fungi that kind of look like coral when they grow, uh that could look very much like fingers. Um however they're usually brightly colored orange and red and pink. Um maybe if it faded, don't really know. It might not have been a fresh mushroom. I'm gonna um,
1: bring the book out and show it to the other guys.
3: While he he does that, because I don't think he's going to find it in like three seconds, potentially. True. There's a question that came to my mind. Okay. Why would you bring a mushroom in a place where there is mostly tropical plants?
1: Fertilizer?
3: Yeah,
0: he implied that he ground it up. For the chemicals, in order to, he's working with various kinds of fertilizers.
1: So, that's something. Bearing bearing that in mind, the research I did the other day did that include anything that would uh, any fungus that was that kind of shape Um, in, in the formula in the.
0: No, you know you didn't find anything like ah. that as a component uh in fact, a couple of the, the the books would probably tell you that for the most part, most mushrooms are water with very little nutrition value
3: um, sense, yeah
0: they're just uh, they're just fluffy sort of bodies above the ground to disperse the spores um, some of them taste delicious but you don't have much nutrition, so I don't know. You don't. You're not. You don't know enough. I. I. You. You kind of get the impression that even if you were a botanist, you wouldn't necessarily necessarily know what Carbot was trying to do. He's experimenting with things that you wouldn't find in books.
2: Gentlemen, um, are we still having a get together tomorrow?
0: It's Fourth of July. Yeah.
2: You I know. it's been its, been a, it's kind of a terrible business. I yeah, mean. I guess
4: it'll—it'll—it'll it'll, uh, it'll probably have a little more uh, of a feel of a wake. Yes. Than, uh, Not to be you know, perhaps sensitive. we'll forego the fireworks. And um, I mean, I don't assume that Talmud will be coming. No,
2: I can't imagine.
4: Um, in a way the recent tragedy it will color it but I don't think it has any other effect
2: I mean well if that's the case
4: yeah. we've got a nice box full of stuff that has to be eaten and uh, drinks and charcoal that uh, have to be consumed so yeah
2: in that case, I'm going to bid you do I want to um, go and see if I can find anything in this drink and then um, maybe have an, try and have an early light for tomorrow. All
4: right, I'll see you then. Makes sense to me. Thank you for the coffee, Horishu. Um, yes, I hope thank you. I hope you all sleep as, as well as can be expected.
0: So, um Everyone else is going to go about their day fairly normally uh, into the evening and then we'll jump ahead to tomorrow. But Jacobus, you decide to go down to your office uh, with this just, evidence and do some analyzing.
3: I um, just have one question for Horatio before we go. Okay. Is uh, Horatio, in your book, is there, it, it says that there is potentially a way to, I don't know how to say this, Specifically, but to condense the um, the properties of uh, of the mushroom that could interest Mr.
1: Um, for a fertilizer point of view, uh, I don't think I don't think so. But um, I mean, I've I found some um, illustrations of of fungus that. May look like uh, uh, an arm, but um, the color was all wrong. They're, they're normally brightly colored.
3: Yeah, it doesn't make um, sense. Uh, um, I think we're in a, uh, uh, a bad direction here.
0: Uh, Eugene, do a um, do an intelligence roll.
3: Okay. See, see. Five fifty-five. I spend five luck. Okay.
0: Um, You know from cooking uh that one of the things you could do with a lot of herbs and mushrooms is you can dry them, uh, you can grind them up, and uh, then you use the powder in the cooking because it's far more concentrated when you've got the powder, you've got rid of all the water
3: yeah but it's more cooking it's not really uh well it's a way to, it's a
0: way to concentrate the amount of substance of the of the mushroom and get rid of the water if that's what you were talking about he could take hundreds yeah. of mushrooms dry them out crush them down and they'd make you know a little thing of powder
3: yeah but from everything that he has uh my point is it doesn't make sense because he would need a lot more mushrooms than just something that can hold under his arm, like everyday carry. No, it would be something along the lines of the back truck of its car, at least. Maybe. So yeah, for the amount of plants he has, it doesn't make sense. But yeah, I see what you mean.
0: Uh, All right, where were we? Oh, uh, Jacobus, Okay. Uh, So Jacobus, do your chemistry role
2: is a not a hard boss, a normal boss. Yeah.
0: Okay, well that's enough to get started um, uh, the first thing that you realize is that um, in the bottle and in what was probably Mr. Corbett's glass, um, there's just the whiskey uh, but in uh, in survey's glass, there seems to be a bit of um, particulate at the bottom of the glass um, like almost dirt like um, so you you get some of that out and you try to analyze it and uh, two things become apparent. Whatever it is, it's organic, so it's ca- it's carbon based. Um, and under a microscope, as you're looking at it, uh, it's it's more or less indistinguishable. Most of it looks like dirt or looks like some some solid substance. Uh, but a few of the pieces of this dirt are. Perfectly round little spheres with uh, with projectiles sort of coming off of them. Uh, they look like spores of some sort. They're very small, mm. but they're definitely plant spores of some sort.
2: I look at my watch to see the time. Um, what time? Approximately, would uh, be?
0: we'll say this is around. You've you've been doing this for a while. Say about five o'clock.
2: Oh, all right, afternoon. so it's still yeah. Well, what I'll do is I'll um, make sure that I store everything as safe as can be. Um, I think I want to to to, uh, to talk to the team first before involving the police in this. So I'll I'll close everything up. Um, Okay, Jenny. goodbye. Then um go go home, and, and see if I can see who's who who's who around.
1: Tom Tom, would it be safe to surmise that I've got a good view of Bernard's garden from my house?
0: Uh yes, you have a very good good view. It's, and there's a there's a little hedge between your gardens, but yes, it's only a you know three foot hedge. From
1: the top. From the top floor, I can... You can see very clearly into his backyard. And I've, I've probably got um, a spyglass as used by the pirates of the Spanish main. Sure. Your grandfather.
0: Um, <laughs> Captain Hornblower.
1: <laughs> Benjamin, Benjamin Hornigold. He was a real pirate, but uh, that's just a, a fantasy of mine. Of my characters. Um, <laughs> so I'm going, I'm going to do a little bit of sp- spying. Okay. Uh, if, yeah, see what he's doing in his garden.
0: Um, well, this is not
1: his if... garden, day.
0: Um, But probably around maybe half an hour before dinner time, he goes out into his garden, he picks some vegetables um, and then goes back in his house. Uh, Looks like he's eating some tomatoes and cucumbers or whatever's growing at the moment. Um, But you don't see anything suspicious. It's it's funny because you've never really had the inclination to spy on him before. Um, but only because he's kind of boring. I mean, he just does the same things over and over again. Um, As the sun starts to dip down, however, uh, as you're looking into his yard, you start to see little things moving in his garden. Um, You think it's probably the little frogs are coming out in the cool of the afternoon to go bug hunting.
1: This is normal behavior for frogs.
0: Well, you, yeah, I mean, that's what it's he the, has, all the little frogs living around does he have? Does he have a pond? No, he doesn't. <clears throat> but you are in New England. You're not very far from, well, the Miskatonic River. It's just, okay. you know, five <clears throat> minutes away.
1: Um, they don't behave unusual, do they? <laughs>
0: You don't see anything unusual, no. okay? At least not from way up here, from your yard looking into his yard.
1: Okay, I well, will go back to my normal routine then. Okay. Um,
0: at some point, you probably see him step out of the back door and throw his garbage away, and, uh, and go back inside. All right. Does anybody want to do anything else this evening before the next day?
2: I, when I reach home, I'm going to um, give Peter a ring. And, um, okay. Ask him something if, if Martha.
4: Ring. Good evening.
2: Peter, it's it's Aquarius. here. I'm sorry to intrude uh, again. For the day. Um did you did, did Martha find anything in Survey's house?
4: I assume Tommy My wife came up with nothing. Nothing. Sniffing around the house. Uh-uh.
2: Yeah. It's uh uh. Yeah. Just the oddest oddest thing. Um I found something in his glass. It's it looks like a um like a, a like a seed or a something was, was put into his drink it's It wasn't in Bernard's glass, but it wasn't in the bottle I think the man was the man was drugged
4: oh, Good God um i mean the police were ready to suspect Talma of poisoning him
2: yes but uh, that was but alarming
4: yeah but- uh I'm sorry, you said it seems like Seems? There's some substance,
2: yes, or um, the best I can describe it, or spores or something like that. But it was, it was definitely something put into his, into his drink. The, I mean, um, earlier Eugene did ask Horatio about uh, extracting essence of 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 of, the, of the, um, the fungus that they were looking at. I can't remember if that was a, a poisonous item or not. But I would, I would assume that that would be a, a fluid instead of actually like a C type. But,
4: but there are so many poisonous mushrooms. That is true. I mean, but. I mean, okay, so first of all, if the contents of the bottle and the two glasses aren't the same, that is definitely a police matter. Yes. Right? Because that seems unlikely to be an accident. Um, but then, you know, I mean, Telma and he fought, but I wouldn't think that she was anything less than devoted. And Bernard is the most gentle person in the world to a fault. But
2: that, that, that's, that's the, uh, the conundrum, is, is do I tell the police, I and mean, then Thelma pulled into the station and interrogated, and well, I I don't know if, like you say, if they had that kind of a relationship. Well,
4: from, a, from a legal standpoint, of course, you have to tell the police. No, I,
2: I agree with they, you. I'll...
4: They trusted you with this task <laughs> specifically. Um, I don't want to see... You know, we might wait until after the holiday just because it'll make the police's lives miserable and town's lives miserable and everything harder for exactly. everybody. It doesn't. But uh, can you... Um, is there a certain way to preserve the residue that you extracted from the glass? I locked
2: everything up in my um, updeck so everything is 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 sort of in the state I received it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That should that should preserve what evidence. I'm I'm pretty sure about that.
4: Um, yeah, I, I, I'm afraid that the the burden of the decision upon whether to ruin the independence day holiday is is on you uh because you have you know you, you are in possession of this information that obviously will be of interest to the authorities is there any possibility that this was introduced accidentally it just doesn't seem I'm, i mean if it's in into...
2: if it's if it's that much that a residue was left it was still in the in the uh, what, it didn't get dissolved all of it I doubt it unless so he was in such a state that he didn't wash the glass then again I don't know the other one was clean
4: yeah and town I'm sure I mean, I'm sure he's never washed a glass in his life
2: Quite possibly um, so.
4: Call this to an
0: intelligence
2: role? Not on a 96.
4: I've heard of, of course, there are plenty of poisonous toadstools. Do they cause people to have panics or heart attacks? I don't know how they kill you. I guess I just think of poisoning, you know, when you read in a book, it's somebody clutches their throat and they fall out of the chair, and I've never seen it. Peter, do you have any history or? Uh... I have a bit of history and a bit of natural world.
0: Yeah, Eight. try that. Either one.
4: <laughs> Did you roll a 98 or a 96? 96. Yeah, I've got, I, I got you beat by two. <laughs> yep, you guys
0: have no idea. Shocking.
2: <laughs> I'm quite uh, perplexed.
0: It just doesn't yeah. seem possible in any context. Yeah. Really you know what? I
2: think I'll um I'll I'll ring up Detective Whitfield and just share the news with him.
4: That's right. He can share the moral question of whether to spoil the holiday is- and so on. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well thank you for phoning. Um it's terrible news.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to confirm if there was anything found by your your wife. Um, I, I, which would suggest that Alma's on the up and up. Right, oh, thank you. Yes, um, we'll. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah,
4: okay. Very good. Have a good night. All All right. Right. So
0: you call the detective. Uh, uh, this is Dr. Uh, This is Detective uh, Whitfield. Who is this? Uh, Harold Whitman. ahead. I'm sorry. I thought Jacobus was calling the detective. He's uh muted.
2: Uh, D- Detective Whitfield, it's um Jochubus van der Walt here from Ah um,
0: oh, from um, uh, the, the neighborhood. Yeah, Not the neighborhood. Yes.
2: <laughs> so true. Um, I've had a look at the contents of both the glasses as well as the bottle that they ah, yes. and Mr. Corbett shared. Um, it, it seems to me that um, there was actually something that I've been put into Surveys glass into the contents of his glass the like Mr. Corbett's glass is, is is clean there's nothing in the bottle and it seems like it's a a biological element that was added to his drink like um, um looks like um strychnine or arsenic no um this looks like a a plant matter like a, like a spore fungus or a C type item hmm um, I've, I i do not have the, um, enough information to actually identify the element, um, uh, but I thought I'll, I'll ring you up and just let you know, I still have the, um, everything in my, my office, um, in safekeeping as evidence.
0: Uh, you might want to go over to the, um, Miskatonic medical center. Maybe they'll have more sophisticated mm-hmm. equipment for you to test.
2: It's actually a good idea. Uh, I think I shall do that.
0: Um, Um, I don't think that you should. If you well, if if you suspect that uh, Mrs. Leroy uh, has done something, I don't think that you should confront her with it. Let me take care of that.
2: Yes, no, I think that's a good idea. I um, I'm um, it's I'm quite perplexed about this whole whole situation. Um. I probably will only be able to speak to someone in a day's time. Of course. Um, I would like to just confirm my findings with uh, someone quite external, not so close to the matter. Um, Then I'll, I'll, I'll let you know.
0: All right. Um, Yes. Please get back to me as soon as you can. I'll call you in fact uh, in a day or two. All
2: right. Thank you very much. I I appreciate
0: it. Right. Click. Um, Eugene, were you saying something? Sorry.
3: Uh, no, no. I'm okay. just.
0: Uh, All right. So, anything else this evening, or are we going to move to 4th of July? Wednesday, 4th of July. All right. Uh, next morning, Wednesday, 4th of July. So, uh, it's, a, it's a, a, a cool morning, but it warms up quickly. Uh, it's one of those lovely, sunny, bright sunshine days um people in other parts of the city of course are getting ready for a big festival uh, there's going to be stuff going on in the independent square uh, and your neighborhood is kind of somber (laughs) for obvious reasons uh
4: what would you guys like to do today uh well you know of course we're um uh, Marta and I are arguing about whether streamers are still appropriate. Of crepe in the backyard, uh, but also we're checking out the neighborhood. Did Talma run off to the mother's house, or is she? Hmm. Yes, she did. She went off to right, be with her so family. The Leroy house is silent, which right. is kind of a relief because, you know, yeah, it makes it feel less insensitive that's party. Um, yeah <laughs> yeah so we're setting up we're you know we're setting up um, that was the only standing question I think I had for the morning so unless you guys have something specific you sit around
0: um, it's a barbecue you enjoy yourselves um, You you yeah. do what you can to kind of Block your memory of the previous day uh with with food and um you guys converse about other things. Maybe you converse about what happened
4: a little bit, but and what about Mr. Corbett? Is he quietly uh, puttering at home? He is staying home, yeah, you haven't seen him out in his yard much. you know I'm sure he needs he wants to get that window repaired pose taste, but of course he can't get, he won't be able to get any work done until Monday at the earliest, which must be driving him mad. He'll probably garden.
3: I can make a wooden panel for him to make him wait a bit longer, but yeah, that's, that's what he's got. He's got a piece
0: of plywood up there. Yeah, if he
3: already has it, yeah, doesn't make sense, yeah.
0: Which he's had somebody meticulously paint all of the contents of his store on the front so that you can't tell there's a piece of wood.
1: <laughs> Jakob, do you tell us about your uh, findings? Yes. Um, it's the, um,
2: the oddest thing is there was something in his glass. It's a vase glass. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll explain what I found, what I saw. Uh, which reminds me, I um I uh, spoke to to Peter last last night just to 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 run some of this past him. Um, I also spoke to the detective, and I'll get another opinion on on the contents. The uh, the mushrooms that you looked at yesterday in that book of yours were they poisonous?
1: Um, some of them were.
3: I was um, thinking about this. Strangely,
1: well, fungus do produce spores
2: yes, you know we 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 went from seeing something to 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 nearly calling the man a murderer um,
1: well if he was if he was poisoned and do you think his wife? Oh, I can't. I, I don't know. I just can not I mean, Mother did warn me of uh, women and their evil ways. Do you think she's I mean, you one of just, those?
2: Josephine, would you call her evil? Well,
1: no, of course not.
2: Exactly. I mean, and 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 Survey so never did his wife, or I mean. I can't remember him humili- humiliating humiliating her at all at any point. I mean they had a scruffs, but I mean that was just
4: If this were an Agatha Christie novel, Survey would have a long-lost twin brother who resented him, who would have snuck into the house and put the poison spores into the ice cube tray, and the ice melted in Survey's drink because he was drinking slowly, whereas Mr. Corbett just had a tiny tot, and his eyes... It's not an Agatha Christie story. It's all ridiculous. Yeah. Could these spores have been... Um,
1: the pro, uh, come from fungus?
2: That, that I don't know. I'm going to um, reach out to the, the uh, medical institute at the university. You probably know the people there. Do you know if they are... Um, if we could pull some strings and get someone to look at it today? Maybe. I mean, it's like a fun. push, But at yeah. least... Well, I need to mention that it's a... The, the only point where Bernardo would get is is know a fix would be Monday. And I just realized it, everything's probably closed until then. Maybe tomorrow morning. Um, do you terribly, mind terribly to... Uh, not
1: not, 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 at all. I'm, hap- I'm happy, happy to uh, to ask some of my colleagues at the university.
0: Yes, and you know that there wouldn't be anybody
3: there today.
1: Perhaps in the morning. Yeah. Right.
3: Yes. On top of all this, you need to have some specific knowledge and skills to separate this kind of stuff from the mushroom. So. I don't think a random person coming around could do it.
2: I agree with you. It needs some someone with, with knowledge of plants. Well, I'm sure but, but,
1: it, it wouldn't be too hard to identify uh, the spores if they're from a mushroom no, I, or a fungus. Uh, I
2: agree, but I think what you're saying, Eugene, is that to actually extract something, in such a degree that it's as poisonous will have the chemistry. result that we saw. Yeah, the it's,
3: it's not cooking; it's chemistry.
4: Well, Listen, we know uh, who the uh, horticulturalist on the block is. So, if we're going to start uh, breaking things down by specific skill set, I'm afraid that I'm afraid of my neighbor across the street. Whereas the entire part of town is in terrors about the mad jackal. And we have uh, flooded sanitaria and uh, misplaced lunatics all over the place. Maybe it has nothing to do with anything in the neighborhood. You know, maybe this is at the tiniest edge of some much larger, uh, I don't
3: know,
4: explosion of the strange
3: we We lack information anyway. This has I'd definitely say. been the most
4: bizarre summer we've
3: ever experienced
4: <laughs> Yeah, it's a, a quiet neighborhood in a quiet, small city uh, being perturbed by the most unusual forms of distress. Nobody in the neighborhood has lost a pet, though, right? Do any of us have cats that go out at night? All
3: cats went out at
4: night in the 20s.
3: A wooden cat, but I don't know if it counts.
4: Um, I think. Nothing has gone
3: disappeared in the neighborhood,
0: but you're a little bit isolated from the town proper, and you're not really near Central Hospital, which seems to be where everything was taking place.
4: So if you were a lunatic who was out of the sanitarium because of the flood and you decided to mutilate small animals, why would you be doing that?
2: A lunatic.
0: Uh, um, uh, A reminder, I won't make you roll for it, but the animals have been disappearing for about two years. Yes. Uh, The lunatic problem is... Literally two weeks old.
4: And while you all speculate about mutilated pets, I'm going to put on another round of burgers. Jacobus, Horatio, Eugène? Yes, thank you. Uh, Bernard didn't say if he was going to visit or come round. Oh, he said he wouldn't. And I think even if he'd agreed that he would, I I suspect that the events of the last 24 hours plus
3: oh and peter let me try and cut a few vegetables i have to test out the new knife i uh, i have in store
4: Hmm. it's handsome looking yeah um uh, you could trim those um bell peppers i like a i like a grilled pepper on a sandwich
2: From from our where we are at, are we able to see comings and goings in the street?
0: Um, you're really behind the house, um, but you, you you can on either side of the house. Yeah. yeah, and in fact, since you were looking in that direction. Um, You do see Mr. Corbett's car uh, drive away in the middle of the, the, probably around 11 a.m. You don't know if he's going into town or what. It's a little unusual for him to go out on a Wednesday on a holiday. So, there goes goes Bernard.
2: I think he'd be going anyway if he didn't join us. Okay, uh, maybe
1: maybe he's checking on his shop. Quite possible.
3: That's the most logical thing I can think of.
4: Where do you suppose he? Uh, where do you suppose he tends his mushroom garden?
1: Well, he definitely
2: doesn't grow mushrooms. I can't remember seeing
1: any. They would interfere with his, they would interfere. Sorry.
3: He never talked to us about the mushroom garden.
0: Mushrooms have never been in his baskets
4: either. And yet he collects them, even exotic ones, for his experiments.
1: So if he was to grow them, he surely he'd be growing them in a in a cellar, in a cellar. Or,
3: right, then yeah, in in he'd right? in darkness. Yeah, not in a warehouse. In a warehouse, you just you're just gonna kill the, the mushroom.
0: Actually Horatio to an intelligence role. pass regular. Okay, you were looking to a lot of mushroom books. Um, you realized that only certain mushrooms grow in caves. Um, obviously, mushrooms that grow in forests grow in forests, and truffles grow under ground at the base of trees. And so, it just depends on the mushroom. Um, he's never put mushrooms in your baskets, so you don't think that he'd need a cave if he was growing those kind of mushrooms um he might be able to grow things in the forest behind his house on trees if he was growing that kind of mushroom
1: when you say that kind of mushroom you mean the ones Um, that look like the kind you buy
0: in stores oh you those are those are cave mushrooms but most of the mushrooms you're going to find here in new england are growing out in the forest under the trees they wouldn't grow in a cave well
3: same goes for france like seriously
0: yeah and there's, and you also would know that there's literally hundreds of thousands of varieties of mushrooms. Most of them are woody, unedible, um, and then the ones. Then there's a handful that are edible, and then there's a handful
1: that are deadly. What about the de- the deadly ones?
0: Um, They're mostly or, the toadstooly looking
1: ones. Fly, fly agaric and fly
0: agaric. Since you mentioned fly agaric, fly agaric. Uh, in Europe causes extreme hallucinations and Um, death And well it can the the Vikings used to eat them before they'd go into battle and they would not feel any pain and they would just slice through anything and they'd get hacked up themselves but they were having visions of gods
1: I I think they needed to be boiled and then the liquid that they were boiled in to be drunk or powder as well um, um,
0: but those are those are big, bright red toadstools with little white dots all over them, um, and they obvious. do grow in the United States.
1: The ones that look like a, an arm with a hand. The coral. Where,
0: do, where do
1: they? Where do they normally grow?
0: They grow everywhere. Um, uh, most of those are kind of woody, not really edible, but they're. Uh, There are almost always these ridiculous bright colors. Um, If you guys do a lot of walking in the woods, you'll occasionally find some strange bright pink, neon green, uh, neon yellow or or orange thing growing on the wall on, on a dull dead log. And it's like, it looks like a piece of coral.
1: Very strange. Did one of you mention that, uh, Oh, I'm sorry to bring the subject up, um, and I don't want to be a bore, gentleman, But um, did he, did he say that it? I'm not convinced that this thing we saw, me and Jacobus, um, was was a mushroom. It was definitely not the right color. I I know what I saw.
0: Yeah, what you saw was pale, almost. Greenish white.
2: Uh, All right, so let's assume, <clears throat> let's assume that for the horror associated with such an idea that it was human or even animal. What would you, where would you dispose of it? Where would you get rid of that?
1: These trash cans.
3: Um Acid.
1: Do I, when I peeked into his greenhouse, mm-hmm. did I see anything that resembled Venus flytraps or, you know, carnivorous plants? Well,
0: I mean, there were some weird looking things in there. Um, you didn't see Venus flytraps, but uh, there were some strange, bulbous, sort of hanging things from, you know, rafters and vines creeping up and um, do you think maybe have you, you ever do a do a do a an intelligence roll
1: oh, hundred yeah I of the zero and I thought yes and then uh, that wasn't you you,
0: you, you you definitely saw something in there that looked like maybe some sort of exotic fruit maybe a big things like like melons but they were hanging from the the ceiling
1: on vines I mean I I can only surmise that he uses it I mean he's always been trying to perfect his uh fertilizing techniques on um, Maybe he's resorted to more macabre
4: ways. I think that survey is haunting this barbecue. Uh, And I'm not sure there's any way around it. Um, Keeper, is the the horseshoe road that we're on two-way or one-way? It's two-way. Makes it harder to put a lookout there. I feel like in addition to what you thought you saw, we can only now assume that our polite, quiet neighbor, Bernard Corbett, put something in Surveys' drink that caused him to have a violent attack. And we're just Sitting around picking corn out of our teeth and obsessing over whether he's got a pile of dead bodies in the basement or man eating plants or poisonous fungus, and it's not healthy. Well, we can
2: we can always ask him to show us to show us what's in the um, in his greenhouse. I mean, he he has offered several times. Yes. Um,
3: it's true,
2: And, you know, it probably won't um, to have a quick ruffle through his dustbin.
4: It's amazing what can happen to a civilized neighborhood in a matter of days. Uh,
3: well, go ahead. That's there for you.
1: I'm not going to go there on my own.
4: yeah
2: what did the detective say was were his plans well he was going to uh, give me a ring tomorrow to um to hear if I was able to to find out anything about just get a, a, a the, the second opinion um so from from the police's side, I doubt there will be anything immediate happening
4: at least. Eugene have uh, now. I don't remember who was. Was it Horatio and I in the library
3: reading the yeah, newspaper clippings? Horatio in the library.
2: Uh, the, sorry. Oh, but, the newspaper what was, clippings.
0: The newspaper clip.
2: that was. Yeah, that was that was myself and Peter.
4: Oh, uh-huh. Sorry. So um, yeah, now that we've now that we're uh, to... Long iced teas and two cheeseburgers in. Um, I'm not sure it's come up, Horatio Eugène, But uh, do you know how Corbett's father died? Uh, they were uh, traveling overseas together, and the senior Mister Corbett, founder of Corbett Imports.
3: I think he fell plunged to his
4: death, Ravine. being chased by unspecified natives and only Bernard survived, which is a hell of a way to come into a family business.
2: And then his wife died, or no, his mother died.
4: And then his mother died, and then his wife died in childbirth. So again, the man is either cursed by the fates or favored by them. Why would he want.
1: He didn't have any siblings, did he? Any rivals to the inheritance?
4: Mm, Nope. Not that you know of. Only surviving son. Yeah, that's what the paper said, I think.
3: Maybe egocentrism. How old was his
1: father? I put, it seems rather extreme to well, uh, to resort to such um,
0: to such tragic. ways
1: if, if he was going to inherit the business anyway.
0: He would have at least been in his 50s.
4: Yeah, and his mother Olivia, there was only one son. And then you know, his mother died of grief, which is an interesting thing in the modern world. At the at the
0: uh, some old folks run by nuns, you know. This is the contemplation phase <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Sorry, viewers.
4: <laughs> the most the most morbid Fourth of July celebration that New England ever saw. Uh, well, let's... we can keep an eye out uh, for Bernard to come back and then ask him for a Independence Day. Tour of his greenhouse and possibly root cellar. Yeah. In which case he'll decide that we're mad and he'll sell his house and move, but then we can all relax because I'm fr- I'm a little afraid of him now.
2: Well, that that seems to be the uh, the more logical way and and forth oh. approach is to wait for the man to come back and. Take him up on his offer to see the the house um, and see what i can find tomorrow
4: does are there uh, on the front of his house which i can see comfortably from my porch are there cellar windows um no not on this side of the house all of you have uh
0: basements um, I think technically cellars don't have windows basements have windows uh, as I recall uh, but there, there's definitely uh, uh, access to the cellar on the back side of the house Oh, one of the storm
4: door uh, sorts of things
0: um, yeah but it's actually it's in his case it's more of stairs going down next to his back door there's stairs going down to a door down below so no, it's, it's not impossible
1: in. that he could be growing stuff in his cellar. Basement
4: Fungous. Does does my basement or cellar have above ground windows, or is it a similar layout? It's probably a similar. I don't know. It's up to you. Whatever you want.
0: If, um, yeah, you know what? Maybe he does on the sides of the house. There are probably basement windows. That would make sense i, could, I didn't
3: actually uh, it, i no. could technically go and see that out since the trap i tried for the raccoons didn't work out
4: i will make you a very nice mint lemonade gin beverage if you scurry across the street and see whether he has his basement windows covered
3: well, anyway, I will have to get uh, to get my uh, my box for raccoons out since it didn't work. So I well, we can prepare it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go search it out.
2: Well, you know what? Talking about those traps, maybe we should just go and remove them. I think the um,
3: yeah. I mean, it's more than a week. It didn't work.
2: Yeah, but more than that, I mean, just the awkwardness about leaving them there with survey now gone. Oh, I did not
3: yeah.
4: want to that.
1: That would be Keep quite. A, that that would be quite a good excuse to visit while he's there. Um, well, I dread to of, think what would happen if he turned up while you or uh, us were in the garden. Again, yes,
3: true. On top um, of that, I oh. I will be able to make sure to know to notice everything mm. that went off with those uh, those traps, so. I can, I only gain everything from getting them back here or at my shop.
2: Um, It would be a good idea to maybe just go and have a quick look into the windows. Uh, If it turns out that he's got something to hide, he probably won't let us get near them.
1: When I was spying on his garden earlier, did I notice the traps? Were they still there? Yes, they're still there.
0: Uh, No animals in them. the only the only thing I'll I'll explain to hesitate is you've never seen him leave the house in the middle of the day or morning, except for yesterday when he well, he must have gone at four o'clock in the morning. And today, I mean, if he ran out of supplies, uh, if he ran out of food supplies, it's more, you know, if if it was a, a cup of sugar, he'd probably just borrow it. Um, uh, the only time you've ever seen him leave for any length of time is on Sundays and so if he did have to run for milk or something he'd probably be back fairly quickly so you don't have any reason to believe that he'd be gone for a long time on a holiday hmm. unless he just went for a, a, a stress relief
4: I mean, it's sort of a holiday is rather like a Sunday in that regard yeah that's the problem. He could be gone for two hours or 20 minutes. Yeah, so that's that's the danger zone. That's why I, you know, that's why I'm sort of daring Eugène to go and have a quick peek through the windows rather than and get, get a shovel out and start digging around in the man's backyard, which is obviously yeah. something that at this point we should be doing with his permission.
3: Yeah, I think I'll just take a look but not touching the thing or, you know,
4: yeah, no no scratching off any whitewash.
3: Yeah, no signs left.
0: All right. So uh Eugenia, you gonna try that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Then there were three. <laughs>
0: um so it doesn't look at all suspicious uh to anybody on the block because they're all in on it. Um so, you just walk across the street. Uh, you're going to walk around the right side of the house, the left side of the house.
3: I'm going to decide this with a roll one, two, three, left, uh, four, five, six, right. The luck of the French. And go by the left. With by
0: the left. Uh, hold on.
3: I'm gonna regret this,
0: are and I? You went on left. Okay. So, as you go, there are little windows. They're maybe six inches high and maybe okay. you know that wide, uh, eighteen inches wide. Um, there, it's dark. You can't. You know, you don't instantly see. Uh, when you look, when you get down on your hands and knees, you look inside and you see a, uh, uh, you can see a number of boxes and things like that that are stacked up uh, and do a spot hidden. Thing. 92, yeah. it's not to me, it's
3: a mess. <laughs> It
0: just It just looks like a basement. Um,
3: like it's a storage area. Well, if it's boxes, at least there is the possibility of uh, growing mushrooms in it. But in boxes, it's more going to be edible ones rather than poisonous ones, generally.
0: Well, they look like boxes of things, you know, just in the, like, you know, accumulated stuff.
3: The the way... Truffles are cultivated in France are within boxes. So I would know more about this that way. It could be unusual for here. But I'm I'm introducing this right in like that. And I'm going to get back to the boxes. Logically, I have enough strength to take the two.
0: Um. Well, you're just, like I say, it just looks like a normal basement. You don't see anything that would look like um, organized boxes of dirt that would be growing things. Okay. Um, I'm not taking old,
3: any boxes. Maybe I there's had, a rocking
0: uh, chair. Maybe there's some stuff like that. Oh, um, those kind of boxes. Yeah. Making, doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. Maybe there's old clothes in the box. Um do you want to do anything else? Uh,
3: maybe I'm gonna take a second look uh after I get back the two traps to make sure if I didn't miss anything. Maybe to push the roll. well say that again. I'm
0: sorry.
3: Maybe having a having to try a second look at uh, at one of the windows, maybe a different one. Do you wanna do you wanna push it? Yeah, I'm gonna try and push it. Okay. 73, what is it going, spending 12 lock.
0: But you can't do that on a push. Oh, sorry. Um, you failed your push.
3: No. That's <laughs> when I fail, by 12 points, this is why so I try to. So, as, uh, as, as something bad always happens
0: when you fail a push. Uh, so you're laying there on the ground, sort of careening, trying to look in, um, as Mr. Corbett's car uh, comes back up the road. Um, you see it out of the corner of your eye, but you're going to have to hustle to get the hell away before he sees you.
3: Um, uh, I'm going to pretend I'm uh, I'm searching for a piece of one of the boxes.
0: You're looking for a piece of what
3: maybe a piece of one of the boxes and uh you're nowhere near those boxes and they're all oh, they're all
0: still in place back there
3: do The shit. traps. in <laughs> shit. uh well i can have am gonna you, get uh, i'm gonna get to these boxes and pretend i fall into something or well be more sense <laughs> do you do you want him to catch
0: you or or not um, because he par- as he's parking the car, you could run so the house is blocking the view. Can and us? you could run back Honey. into the woods behind the house and then walk all the way back around the road and come back in from the other side like you were going for a long walk. Otherwise, if he sees you, you're gonna to have to come up with something good.
3: I mean, if I run, he's gonna think like I'm not no good or anything like that. No, he might not see you. You've got the house between you and him. I prefer him I know it's a risk, but I prefer him see me, and if he sees me, I'm just telling him I felt i I just wanted to retrieve the the boxes to see if uh, if, uh, if they worked up traps. I prefer that. I know it may not be greatest idea. Okay. But I, I assume everything. <laughs> oh, are we watching,
4: Eugene? watch from your window? Well, we from, were watching from, over my backyard fence and then all yeah. of our heads dropped like gophers.
1: <laughs> um, can we um, like, distract Bernard, so that Eugene can...
4: Oh, I could go inside and call him. That might give... uh, If he hears the phone ringing.
1: Well... That might speed him up.
0: Let's see if he sees Eugene as he's getting out of his car. Uh, He got a 90. So, he gets out of his car rather uh, matter-of-factly, walks to his front door and goes inside. Is he carrying any packages? He's not.
4: Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go inside and 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 phone him and just right. say it's been a weird week. I want to reiterate you're invited. And you guys wave Eugène back over. Um, all
0: right. So you you give him a phone call. Um, good afternoon. This
4: is uh, Bernard Corbett. To whom so am I speaking? Hi hi Bernard. It's Peter. Um, oh, hi Peter. I just wanted to, I, you know, I, I I heard your car come back and I, you know, it's been such a strange week. I know that you uh, often prefer to spend, uh, you know, to, to, to uh, be in your own company. But uh, given the strangeness of things in the neighborhood in the last week, I thought I'd just uh, reiterate uh, mm-hmm. that you're more than welcome over here.
0: So, um Peter, you're all very kind uh, I, I, is 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 it possible Could you come over here and join me for ten minutes or so
4: oh of course uh I, I give me a few minutes to um to you know talk my way around and make sure the grill's taken care of and i'll and i'll pop right in um yeah just 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 you please. Certainly. Um, I'll ring the front door or should I come around the side or? Oh, just come to the front door. All right.
0: So, Eugene's had his chance to circumnavigate. In fact, Eugene, you could probably go straight back to your house. Yeah. From the back side.
3: I'm not going to run for it because... That it's going to be food. an indication of mm-hmm. I'm up, I'm up to no good, and if I have the two traps in the hand, I think he will understand. That I'm just taking them to, so I'm going for that aspect. Okay,
0: so you managed to do that without being noticed. Um, so a few minutes go by. Uh, well, Peter, you're you've just hung up the phone. What would you like
4: to do? Um. Well, I'm going to go to the backyard and tell the fellows that Bernard has invited me over.
2: Don't drink anything,
4: for heaven's yeah. sake. I think I might even carry a glass across the street with me so that it's sociably. I mean, I don't know if we've all lost our minds. Maybe it's catching whatever Survey had. But yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring a lemonade over with me and um, see what he has in mind. If I'm not back in 20 minutes, tell Mart how I loved her.
0: <laughs> All right, It's, gonna be so fun. it's just nerd.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm sure it'll be fine. See you in a bit.
0: All right, so you cross the street um, you step up onto the porch, and as you do, Mr. Corbett opens the front door. Hi, um, Peter. Please uh, come inside. Thank you for coming. Of course, of course. Um, so he brings you in. And he closes the door, and uh, there's some comfortable furniture. He says, you "Have a seat." Um, but he stays standing. He says, "You know, you guys are very kind, and I appreciate that." Um, this is a picture of my wife and he he goes over to the mantelpiece and sits there and he says, we used to do so many things, um, especially on holidays. And every time a holiday rolls around, I can't stop thinking about her. And that's kind of why I I don't accept, you know, your Christmas invitation or your Thanksgiving invitation or things like that. It it's it's been very hard, you know, for it's twelve years now. And I just become, I guess, very depressed um this time of year. And then with everything that happened yesterday, uh,
4: it's it's just too much. Uh, uh I- I appreciate your um openness. Uh Bernard, I, you know, we don't mean to be we don't mean to oppress you with our invitations, but you know, we are part of this community together and um I I appreciate you including me. In that. That's very
0: nice of you. Um I don't think this has anything at all of course to do with you. It's it's me. It's just the way I feel inside. It uh, tends to dominate my life. And I, I deal with it by going to work and I deal with it by making sure everything is nice and neat and clean. And you know, and I try not to think about it all the time, because I think about it all the time. Um, when he does that, yeah I mean he sort of gestures around as you know as he's saying that he keeps everything neat and clean. Um, do a spot hidden for
4: me. Six is not. Okay. I'll spend six for that. Okay.
0: It's really the first time that you've had more than just casual glance around. Um, he's got a a number of interesting things. He's got a curio cabinet. It seems to have all sorts of little odd knickknacks and things, and all of them looking very Indian. Um, and there is a, a large uh, painting on one wall that hangs uh, that definitely looks like well, it's it's a frame, and inside of it is some sort of cloth, um, uh, and the cloth has a very elaborate painting on it, also brightly colored and very much like a Hindu-looking thing. And he's got a little stand underneath the picture with a little book on it, which looks very much like you'd have a, a stand with a Bible on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the book is open, but uh, it it doesn't look like he looks. It looks almost bigger than a Bible. Um, mm-hmm. You just notice that there. You notice that uh, that some of the furniture is very elaborate and. Uh, and Indian in design. And there's a beautiful uh, Persian rug on the floor um, as he's saying, some uh, things that, I mean, you may have glanced at, but you didn't really notice. You've never had a good look in the
4: curio cop cabinet or anything like that. Uh, you know, looking around here, Bernard, I can see that you, um, you keep some of the things uh, that come across your shop for yourself, the you know very special pieces. Uh, India is very special to me. Yes, indeed. Did what? What was your family's first connection to the subcontinent?
0: Oh, um, well, that would have been my father. Um, my father. I mean, ever since before I was born, he was uh, traveling back and forth. Uh, he started the business. Um, he started importing things he thought other people would be fascinated by these uh, very, very different than Christianity objects, you know? Um, and he made a business out of it, which he ran rather successfully for, uh, for years <coughs> until he died. And uh, you don't need a psychology uh, thing to see that that's another trigger that uh, that can, makes a concerned look on
4: his face. I uh, have been a, a, a simple and foolish man all my life and I have been graced not to have yet experienced much grief. My parents are both still alive. I saw my grandmother mourn She wore black for the last 23 years of her life, and I'm not sure I ever saw her smile after she was widowed. So I understand that these things are different for all of us. Um, Isn't it true in some of the uh, faiths of the Far East that uh, there's a different solace than that of the Christian heaven? I think that a lot of them believe that
0: there's reincarnation that people come back over and over and over again. I think there's different, I mean, we, I've heard people joke about it, like being coming back as a a goat or a donkey or, you know, if you're a bad person, you come back as something worse. I don't know. I think I'm more, uh, if I was going to subscribe to it, I think that you you air every lifetime is a lesson and you're always learning something, so you're always progressing farther and farther <coughs> up the ladder. Um, they have their own sets of holy books, um, and he points over at the book that's on the thing. He said, um, that's the Bhagavad Gita, which is one of their uh, important uh, religious texts. Um, that, uh, And he points to the painting, and he says, that's that's a depiction of, uh, of something from the Bhagavad Gita, something that mm. I, I thought was very interesting. The book's open to it. You want to see? Oh, certainly. It's a it's a very strange point of view, but uh, um, here, to a look at, uh, at this. Well,
4: there's a the illustration is very striking indeed. Uh, it it's
0: iconography. Everything means something. Um, I don't think that they believe the gods actually have multiple arms. It's it's all different aspects of the same God.
4: Mm, you're right. They're holding different tools, doing different things. Right.
0: The drums yeah. of creation, the fires of destruction, and so forth.
4: As they stood poised for the battle, Prince Arjuna hesitated to attack the enemy with his army. Vishnu, in the incarnation of Krishna, encouraged and motivated him by explaining how the universe functions, life, death reincarnations brahman maya and how it is an endless cycle prince arjuna wanted to be understood so he asked to see vishnu in his true oh he wanted to understand so he asked to see vishnu in his true cosmic form in an instant of time shorter than the beat of a bird's wing it all unfolded before his mind he could see it as no living creature has ever seen it before The overwhelmed and humbled Arjuna cried out, Tell me who thou art in such a fearsome form. I bow down my soul to thee, O most glorious of gods. Be merciful, O primal essence. I wish to understand thee, because I cannot fathom your intentions. With a thunderous voice like mountains colliding, the Supreme Lord said, I am death, the destroyer of worlds and today I am out to destroy. What is time or space to me? All your petty hopes and fears are nothing. Whether or not you go to war to me is to me irrelevant. Every man here arrayed for battle will die. They shall all cease to exist. From my perspective, they have already been destroyed by me. I am the universe and I command all things are one to me. In this place and time, you are only an instrument of my will. Interesting uh, perspective, considering
0: that there are probably more Hindus than there are Christians, uh, although that's possibly debatable. I don't know what the numbers actually are. It
4: makes the uh, Jehovah of the Old Testament seem mild-mannered.
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah. I suppose if you think
0: that you're going to keep coming back, that uh, death isn't such a bad thing. It's just change. <clears throat> In any case, it's uh, it's. I've collected some of this stuff over the years. But uh, they're, they're trinkets. They're ideas. They're interesting things
4: to think about. Um, is the whole book like that?
0: Uh, pretty much, yes. It's a it's a work of art. Um, uh, this is a translation, of course, but it was uh, made. You know, the the English have been in India for some time, so uh, the actual Sanskrit right. is far more uh, elegant looking, in my opinion. Anyways, Peter, uh,
4: that's kind of what I wanted to say to you. I, uh, I, I appreciate it, Bernard. Um, I should go back and, uh, you know, I left uh, Rachel in charge of the grill and he's probably burnt half of the ribs by now. Um, do, a, do a spot hidden for me because you're, you're standing right there. No. What is with our roles tonight? So frustrating. 78 is, I can't spend that much.
0: Um, Well, then all I'll say is you do notice that inside the curio, there are some odd-looking items. Um,
4: Nothing that looks, is there anything in this room that looks like it's treated animal bone, like pet bone that maybe isn't ancient? No. Okay. Uh, Then I will, yeah, I will... Go back gently away from Bernard Corbett in a very polite way. Uh and scurry back to the barbecue. Yeah. So please, yep, yeah, give everybody my uh my you feel free
0: to explain that to them.
4: I, I will try to make your position clear. I've 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 never really I, I admit, and I'm sorry, I've been too insensitive to recognize why you uh prefer. It's, it's quite all right.
0: I realize I may be a little bit unusual. Other people probably get over their marriages. Makes me wonder how long it would be before uh, um, Mrs. Leroy um, gets over her grief.
4: A year, two years. I don't think that um, they were very happy. No, I'm I'm afraid you're right. They were uh, a, a frustrated couple. You know, um it looks as though uh you had a lucky miss yourself. There there may have been some contaminant in the whiskey you shared. Oh, um Jacobus found something interesting, huh? He sent it off to a lab. He's not sure.
0: That's that's awful. I uh, I can't imagine. Jeez, uh, I mean, if Mrs. Uh, Roy
4: slipped something into his drink, the detective was suspicious. They have been fractious. Was it the, the arsenic or? Uh, I don't. I don't. You know, this is not. Jacobus is a pharmacist. I think he just. Found that there was something of note and passed it on.
0: Well, I suppose if they, you know, if they, if it was arsenic, and arsenic is an element. It's not a. Uh, it's not. It would be fairly easy to identify. I think it also leaves a rather strong
4: almond flavor or almond smell. Martha loves Agatha Christie books. I think. I think bitter almonds comes up in tea glass, teacups over yeah. and over again.
0: Um, you yeah, that's fairly, I mean, toad poisoning has been going on since the beginning of time. And there are quite it's, a few, uh, uh, mushrooms that are extremely dangerous. Um, toadstools, right? Yeah. Well, toadstool pretty much refers to any mushroom that, that looks like a, you know,
4: from old stories. They're all, they're all fungi. Oh, it's like frogs and toads. They're all one really. Right. Um, And Mr. Corbett seems entirely relaxed in this interaction. Uh, yeah, and he's a little sad. Um,
0: but, uh, yeah, he seems like he's speculating the same way you're expecting. You can do a psychology role if you want. That's right.
4: I I got a two. There we got you a too
0: um two. He goes on and on a bit about poisons. Um but he does avoid uh like uh he does avoid saying organic poisons or plant based poisons he he seems to sort of hedge around that but he doesn't seem guilty he, he doesn't seems seem, he doesn't seem he doesn't seem evasive it may be a little evasive but but not uh not dishonest he believes what he says
4: mm-hmm. anyways I, I don't want to keep you from your party I appreciate the time Bernard um, maybe we should uh, when it's not a holiday talk more often that would be nice
0: I certainly have lots of time on my hands uh, good, good evening good evening and he lets you go. Um, we are past two hours if we want to stop there. And uh, it's not exactly a big climax. Uh, but that's uh, a good spot to stop and go back and talk to the others.
3: Um, I was thinking about uh, ending it in a different note than the last time by going to see Mr. Corbett. We do to present. Well, let's let's do that at the beginning of the next one. Oh,
0: you yeah. you wanna you wanna do something. All right, go ahead. We got five or six minutes. Oh, the, the, the frog. Um, all right, so let's let's just say let's let's play it out like this. Um Eugene, you end up going after after Peter comes back and you go back over there uh, because Peter didn't get the chance to stop you um, with the knowledge that he now has. You knock on the door. Uh, well, wait, you walk up onto the front porch. What do you do as you walk up onto the front porch?
3: Knock Looking casually towards uh, towards his home. Not, not really anything... Uh... Okay. It's suspicious, on.
0: No. All right. Um, so you knock on the front door, and you. Okay. Um, he opens up the door. Um, Eugene, what can I do for you?
3: I was simply going uh, t- uh, so to tell you that I've uh, got rid of the traps since they didn't work. Oh. And also, uh, to give you this. Oh, let's say, um,
0: and he probably knows exactly what it is. Yeah, frog, uh, uh, how lovely! You carved this yourself?
3: Yes, it's. Uh, I had some um, some um, some shoots, so uh, some shoots. So I simply tried to do something uh, cool with it. This is really I mean, good. Um, it's you know, simple carving, to... but done well as we say in France.
0: I should should see if I can... Why don't you, um, sometime next week, come down by my shop and we can talk. Um, Sometimes these things that I get from India need repair work. Um, A lot of them are wood carved, but they get damaged on the ship over. If I can repair
3: them, if I have the basis of how they work, I mean, it's possible.
0: Yeah, I think that if you can do this kind of work, you can do something like that.
3: I mean, that's not really an enormous, an enormous work. It's more or less 10 hours at best. I'll, 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 we'll
0: talk. I'll, I'll have to show you what I'm talking about.
3: Yes, if I can see what I, what I have to work with, it's going to be complex to to estimate how much time it's going to take.
0: Well, I, I don't worry about that. I mean, uh, as it is, I can't sell things, certain things because they're damaged. So however long it takes, we'll just put that in the price. I'll pay you out of the, the commission.
3: No, don't worry. Thank don't you. worry about this.
0: Thank you very much. And um, then I'll go... Uh... You have a nice party. All right. And that's where we will end the game. Uh, what is- our players included uh, Yusuf Gita, David Gasaway, Chris Van Wyk, and uh, Simon Benfey with myself as a Keeper of the Secrets. Hopefully, Will will be back with us next week. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members You can set up private games to learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We provide audio-only versions of our show. It's free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to the channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.